Hi, everyone. This is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, here for another DevOps chat. I am happy to be joined in this episode of DevOps Chat by Chef C- CMO Ken Cheney. Ken, welcome. Alan, nice to uh, hear your voice again. Nice to hear from you, Ken. And actually, I think the last time you were on our podcast or the last time we spoke, you had maybe just been appointed CMO or maybe it was even before you were appointed CMO at Chef. But um, it's it's certainly been a busy time for you, I'm sure. Yeah, it has. You know, there's been a lot going on in the past two months. Uh, and, uh, you know, some of it we're going to talk about today with uh, the, the work we've been doing with AWS. Yeah, well, that, that's I think the last time I spoke to you was right before AWS reInvent, and I there was some big chef news coming down the pike that we weren't able to talk about then. Um, it was still kind of under embargo, but it certainly is fair game now. So, Ken, why don't you share with our audience what what was what was big uh, for Chef at AWS reInvent? Yeah, well, you know, first off, AWS reInvent, super impressive show um, to go to. So, if folks haven't gone on, I'd recommend this next year that they pencil it in. But um, you know, at reInvent, uh, we announced, uh, actually AWS announced, it's their offering, a, uh, a new offering called AWS OpsWorks for Chef Automate. And uh, it really brings for the first time the full capabilities of Chef's commercial platform to AWS as a managed service offering. So they provide uh, support and they back up the offering uh, 100%. So, um, you know, this, it's a new offering that, that makes that job of configuring, deploying, scaling, both in the cloud as well as on-premise uh, infrastructure, simple and uh, secure. And, you know, we get there by, by really doing what Chef has done best over the years, which is automating infrastructure as code. Um, and, uh, you know, I think to, to really highlight what I said, um, you know, Jassy at, at Reinvent, when I was way to, to make the point that hybrid is the new normal in their view. And so, you know, what's, what's interesting about what we are doing with, with uh, AWS is uh, you can manage both in the cloud with AWS as well as your on-premise workloads. Um, and you can have that uh, consistency in how you manage your resources uh, across both. Absolutely. Now, Ken, our audience may not be aware, but I, I happen to have known this, that, you know, Chef was, was sort of the dominant tool uh, in use for AWS customers now for a few years. I mean, a, a, an outrageous amount of, you know, I, if I'm not for mistake, wasn't it like 65 or 70 percent of AWS customers who use some CM were using Chef? Yeah. Yes, a large proportion of AWS customers use use Chef, and uh, uh, you know AWS themselves use Chef for many of their core services. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it's a it's a, it's a, a platform that uh, is really well suited to the job of of how do you get your workloads to the cloud, and how do you manage those workloads on an ongoing basis in the cloud. Absolutely. And of course, Ken, when we talk about hybrid, I actually had a conversation yesterday uh, with actually maybe some IBM folks, and we were talking about, you know, mainframes aren't going away anytime soon, obviously. The mainframe market, you know, is probably bigger than ever in terms of dollars. But the idea of working with your, you know, systems of record and systems of engagement, and one is on a mainframe and one is in the cloud, is, is becoming more and more the norm. 
right? For for large organizations, right? They yeah, it really it really is. Yep, I mean they're not going to just you know walk away from billions of dollars invested in mainframes and data centers, but in order to compete with with stuff that lends itself to it, it's hard to beat the economics of the cloud. So for the foreseeable future, anyway, probably the the rest of our working lives can hopefully. Um, you know, hybrid cloud is is going to be the dominant form there. Right, and then, and then you know, if, if that is the case, then manageability and that kind of consistency in your manageability becomes front and center. And that's where, where Chef plays a big role in being that bridge that really allows you to have a platform where you can store those configurations in one place, where your resources are going to work perfectly every time at scale. Um, and when you can you make changes in that single place, and propagate those changes across those environments, right? So whether you're whether you're running, you know, on your mainframe environment, or you're doing, uh, you know, uh, dev test prod in the cloud, um, you get that repeatability. Absolutely. Be- before we leave the AWS stuff, though, Ken, I just want to for our audience that may be interested, this is available now today uh, through That's the right. AWS Marketplace, yeah, or. You know, it's it's a it's a core AWS offering. Okay. So, if you're an AWS co- customer, you log in through the AWS console, and it's it's one of the one of the offerings that you can select. So it uh, builds through AWS. It's managed by AWS. It's supported by AWS. So, um, it's very easy if you're an AWS customer to get started, and uh, and you can get started uh, for free, up to ten notes for free per month, um, and. Yeah, and you can get started and get all get all those uh, advantages. That's 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 cool. All right, so people can go check it out right now if you're using AWS. It, it's a core offering, and I guess that kind of makes sense because it is an AWS offering after all, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're partnering very heavily with them to make sure it uh, it uh, gets the the kind of traction and success that, that we that we've envisioned. You know what, that that really is big news, Ken. Great job by the chef people. You know, give my uh, kudos to the business development guy. He did a hell of a job there. Well, dude, thanks, Al. <laughs> Weren't you the business development guy, Ken? Um, I anyway. was. I'm humble here. So. Yeah, I know. I would, We were just little inside chef joke. But... Um, yeah. Ken, let me, you know, we talked a little bit about hybrid cloud and, and this new offering at AWS. Let's, let's, you know, look at the bigger picture. Here we are in January of 2017, and it's not too late yet for kind of, you know, where do you see, where do you see DevOps in 2017? Where do you see Chef in 2017? What, what should we, what, what big picture items should we be looking at? Well, you know, I, I, you know, what's interesting right now in the market is that, is that, you and I both see this, Alan. The market's still very young. You know, I saw some Gartner data where you know you can extrapolate out that that 90% of the market is still untouched, and even that 10% that uh, has started down the path of adopting is is only partially adopted. Um, yeah. And yet, and yet, what's very clear, both at an industry level, if you look at industry data, as well as what we see with our own customers is that DevOps has a significant impact on the bottom line, right? Companies that adopt DevOps uh, have been shown again and again to outperform their competitors. Yep. And, um, 
And I think that uh, DevOps, uh, we've been talking about this for some time, but it's it's really full-on moved from kind of the, the, the early adopters, those organizations who figured out how to be disruptors, to the rest of the market who are being disrupted. Yeah, and, and it's um, DevOps or die, as, as I like to say. Um, yeah, it's, that's, that's a great statement. Yep. You know, Ken, I, I saw some interesting statistics from a, a study that CNA had commissioned, 1,700 respondents, and it said something like th- only 34%, so just a third of, of organizations had, had adopted, you know, DevOps, um, right. which to me... Yep. You know, and probably to you too, right? Because how many organizations do we talk to that either, you know, haven't adopted DevOps or don't want to adopt DevOps? We live in a DevOps bubble. We think everyone does. But yet, you know, the fact is it's only about a third, 34%. And that, when you look at it that way, it's it's barely mainstream, right? Barely mainstream. That's right. And, and even those who have adopted it, uh, the point I was making is, they, is that they typically adopted it in a small silo, right? That mobile right, version. the pockets of DevOps, as I call them. Right. right? And, and what I, you know, I, I continually refine that, Ken. And what I mean by that is you'll have a team, a team using DevOps, and maybe a team here and a team there. But only when those multiple teams come together under a common DevOps sort of processes, framework, manager, whatever, do I really consider the organization doing DevOps, right? So for me, an organization that's doing DevOps is doing it with multiple teams. Yeah, and, totally agree. And I think this is the year where we start to see organizations really at, at an executive level begin to put their shoulder into what that means. You know, how do you actually begin to automate at scale? Um, and... Uh, and you know, at the same time, they're they're going through the tech modernization investments around embracing the cloud, uh, embracing microservices, uh, containerization, um, and and so I, I think you know th- this is going to be a really interesting year where I expect many traditional shared services organizations um, are going to be um, under a lot of pressure to to change. Oh, I agree, a hundred percent. And and it goes back to the DevOps or die thing, right? And all kidding aside, if these organizations don't change, you're going to start seeing them falling by the wayside. Um, but you know what else I think, Ken, and I'm interested in your opinion on this, DevOps tools have to change too. They have to continue to mature. They have to continue to be enterprise ready. They have to continue to, to deliver the and meet the challenges that organizations are are faced with. And no, I totally agree, right? And and I mm-hmm. and uh, you know I I think that um, there's been a Cambrian explosion of tooling. And, yes, that's a great and, phrase for it. I great way to put it. Yeah, and there's been a rapid kind of uh, a organic team level adoption, but. What's happening is that is that there's been a lack of standardization, mm-hmm. a lack of scale. And when you look at the the, the disruptors who have been wildly successful, um, you know, and many of those are, are chef customers, you know, they have been successful automating at scale. And automating at scale means you do drive consistency um, across the board, um, 
And, and the path to get there, though, from my view, is, is you, have to, you have to be thinking about vertical integration. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, if you look at our strategy, uh, like take, take what we announced with AWS, um, you know, that, is, that is where we are actually vertically integrating into their platform in a very real, meaningful way. Um, and we feel the same way uh, about the, the broader ecosystem of of, uh, of uh, willings and capabilities that we need to that we need to integrate in with to make that job of automating at scale easy. Uh, yeah, I agreed. Um, so I, I I do think you're onto something with that. Also vert vertically integrating, but it's also integrating into the IT stack. So for instance, for me and maybe it's my own personal bias and history. So I feel look at 2017 as a year where we have to see security integrating with DevOps, and you know we call it DevSecOps or rugged DevOps. I don't really care what you want to call it. But there has to be that tighter coupling, that tighter integration into the IT stack of security shifting left you know, as part of this DevOps. And, and, and I know Chef you know, obviously has has now some history in in trying oh, to bring yeah. compliance at, at scale and compliance and security at speed. But I think that yeah. has to accelerate. Yeah, it does. And and we're we are pouring the investment into that into that into that set of capabilities. Um, mm -hmm. you know, when we look at what our customers are trying to get done, you know, there there are things like driving known vulnerabilities down to nothing. Um being able to remediate in minutes as opposed to days. Yep. Right? Uh, and to get there, that concept of shift left that you put forward is, is front and center, right? You have to start thinking about shifting risk to the left. And so, you know, we've invested a lot in, uh, one, our InSpect open source framework that people should go check out, uh, as well as the, uh, the uh, compliance, overall compliance capabilities where you can have broad compliance profiles that, that ensure that, uh, that the state of your of your infrastructure and applications is conforming to policy. Got it. You know what, Chef uh, Ken? You mentioned open source and it triggered something. What's happening with Chef Habitat? Anything new you can share with the audience? Yes, you know Chef Habitat uh, has been in the market now for about nine months, and uh, we. Uh, have been seeing a tremendous amount of traction. We're going to be launching a, a Habitat Roadshow in a few weeks, uh, visiting multiple cities. Uh, so uh, people should go to the Chef website and see if we're going to be coming to a location near them. Um, and uh, uh, we are, are really now moving into the phase where we have uh, large enterprise customers moving workloads into production with Habitat. And uh, and they're, they're really targeting that, that job of how do I easily encapsulate my apps applications and manage those applications um, in a way that that um, I don't have to spend a lot of calories worrying about extraneous services and, and getting true portability out of it, meaning I can move that, that application workload anywhere I want. So the, the Habitat's definitely um, getting legs at the moment, and uh, we've got some new product news that'll hit in a couple of weeks, Alan. So you and I will be talking about that. Fantastic. All right. A little teaser. Uh, yeah. Got it. Ken, to tell you the truth, we've gone way over our usual uh, uh, time that we allot for podcasts. You know, we don't want to take up too much of people's time. But let me just do a quick recap. For people who want to find out more about Chef Habitat, it's Chef 
is it what what's the uh, what you are right they go to the website, which is habitat.sh, or they can right. go to the, the chef website, which is chef.io. Right. And and it'll just run through from there. Uh, and they can find out about the Habitat Roadshow there. The Amazon stuff, you can get right through your Amazon portal or, you know, dashboard if you're an AWS user. That's right. That's right. And, and uh, AWS just did a webinar yesterday that was re recorded. Um, that, that does a nice walkthrough of it. So um, they are they are actively out there promoting it and, and pushing it uh, for their customers. And the and the open source uh, compliance and security. Uh, you can get at that through the Chef website. Also. Yep. Okay. Just want to make sure people get it, Ken. Ken, we could probably spend hours talking, I and mean, we'll have to have you back on soon. Maybe in a few weeks when you have your next bit of news. Um, but until then, keep up the great work. Oh, we should mention ChefConf. Oh, yeah, ChefConf. ChefConf coming up May 20th to uh, 22nd uh, in Austin, Austin, Texas. Yep. Yeah, that's in Austin. And, uh, and uh, people can go and register today. So we're pretty excited. We uh, just closed the call for papers last night and uh, had a record number of, of submissions. So it's going to be a great, great event. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I went last year. It was, it was a great event. I had a great time with some great content. The Alaskan Airlines was still my favorite shit, Ken, but um, actually it got me to yeah. fly Alaskan Airlines watching that guy present. So pretty oh, interesting. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. The first exactly. time I ever flew them and I was, I was counting to see how quickly the door closed and how quickly they opened it. You know, the whole, from his whole presentation, it was a great one. Anyway, Ken Cheney. CMO, Chef, thanks for being our guest on this episode of DevOps Chat. Um, continued yeah. success at Chef, and we'll be watching and listening to find out what's new. Yeah, thank you, Alan. All righty. Okay, everyone, this is Alan Schimmel for uh, DevOps.com and DevOps Chat. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on our next DevOps Chat. <laughs>